Habitats, Habitats, oh Habitats, oh Habitats, oh Habitats, Habitats, oh Habitats, 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 Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Hobby Talk, the raw and unscripted podcast here on Anchor with your boy Wayne. That is me. Beginning of the week, guys, that work day, school day, whatever day you're going to have, it is the beginning of a new week here, October. Halloween's coming up. I hope you guys got your cost, you know, whatever you're going to wear for Halloween. Me personally, I'm going to wear the same thing I wear every year. My suit with a mask of my choice that's in my closet. And we'll see where we go from there. My son, comma, doesn't know, have no idea what the hell he wants to wear. So that's still in the air. Uh, for my new baby, Azazel, will be, we're either deciding a baby group or something along those lines. And most likely we're going to do what we do every year, go to my sister-in-law's house and pass out candy. So yeah, I hope you guys, as I said, got your Halloween costumes down. If you guys are going to trick or treating, be safe. But it is almost that time. And you know how costumes run out quickly, whether you're at Party City or online. And I find online shopping for Halloween costumes, I think that'd be like a better option. Like you don't have to fight the crowds at Party City, man. Like, have you ever been to Party City for Halloween? Place is fucking ridiculous. People are just clawing and scratching to get a costume and there's only like what two three uh, workers available and that's not even in the fitting department that's just on the floor so you got like 20 30 parents with their kids trying to tell one of the three employees that work there that are trying to help you get a costume like oh i need this i need that oh this one doesn't fit can we get this oh blah 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 like jesus christ like this fucking mania over here so i think online shopping would be a little of a better choice. Now, I get it. it might cost a, f- a few extra bucks because you got to think you got to buy the costumes. So like I say, the costume about a about 70 bucks. Then you got to pay for shipping, which along the lines, $5 at least, I think. I could be wrong, but I'm just saying the least could be $5 shipping. And that's just the common costumes. Like if you're trying to go all out, like I know my sister and her, um, and her fiance, their costumes are like $150 each. And they're trying to go as Ghostbusters themed. So can you imagine what the shipping is on that? So I'm just saying, if you guys know uh, check or treat and be safe, get your costumes now. And parents, for all you new newly parents that are taking their kids trick or treating for the first time, make sure you guys check the candy. Alright, we don't want no razor blades in the chocolate. No no apples in the bins. Never accept apples. If there's an apple, I just throw that away ASAP. Why? Because you never know what people put in there. You know, they fill it, fill the apples with their syringes and put liquid in there. You never know. So throw away the apples. Just be safe. Don't chance it. Okay? That's just my advice to you guys. Check the candy for all you new parents. For all you veteran parents, do you guys 
go to a certain spot during Halloween? Or do you guys like to change it up? We go to the same old spot. The only time we ever changed it up was we went to my brother-in-law's car meet. I guess you can call it a Halloween car cruise where everybody that's in that car crew rolls up, parks their car, shows it off for the Halloween theme, and they get to hand out candy. So you just walk around this parking lot with your kids and their trick-or-treat and their costumes and just go to car to car, which is pretty cool. I thought it was pretty awesome. I dressed up in my suit with a, I think it was like a Japanese geisha mask. It was like a, like a, a ghost or a ghoul looking mask. No kid came up to me because I was apparently too scary. No kid ever wanted to approach me. While everybody else was wearing normal costumes, I was the only one wearing a scary Halloween costume. Go figure, right? I promise you, no kid walked up to me. You had little, little kids looking like Avengers, pirates, like the normal kid get up for Halloween. And every time they approached our car, yeah, the kids were like, oh, he's too scary. I don't want to go over there. And the parents were like, no, he, it's okay. You can go. And they would just cry. I made one kid cry just looking at him. My wife had to tell me, you need to leave because you're scaring the kids. They don't want candy from us. That's how bad it was. Now, I don't know. I mean, maybe this generation is a little sensitive. Maybe. I don't know. But it made me laugh, and I was like, okay, really? Whatever. Kid, you guys got to, parents, you guys got to, like, tell your kids it's okay to approach during certain things for Halloween. I mean, maybe not in general life, but for Halloween purposes, I think you, as parents, we should just tell our kids, it's okay, you're fine. Haunted houses, I, I can't help you in haunted houses. Haunted houses are meant for one thing and one thing only. And they are the reason why they're called haunted houses. I will not even go to a haunted house. I'll be honest with you. I don't give a fuck what you tell me. I don't care if it's a little kid's haunted house or to those extreme haunted houses. Have you guys ever seen those videos when I talk about extreme haunted houses, what I mean by extreme haunted houses, I mean like the ones where they make you sign waivers in order for you to go in, you have to sign a waiver stating that you are not gonna sue them because they are allowed to touch you, put you in restraints, pour water on you, blood on you. Like I've seen videos where they actually do that and yeah, I'm good on that. No motherfucker's gonna touch me. The last haunted house I ever went to was Six Flags. I went to Six Flags in California for Halloween. And they have like six different haunted house themes. The last one we went to was like the biggest one in the mall. Like it was like a maze. It wasn't really a maze. It was more like a like a serpentine kind of kind of thing in this big warehouse. And every room had a theme. The very last thing you do before you actually get into the room where you exit, it's a long, dark hallway and there's no lights. The only light that you see is the one behind you entering the dark hallway and the end of the light. And this long hallway feels like it never ends. So it was me and three of my friends that we went to Six Flags and I told them, I don't do haunted houses, but they're like, come on, Wayne, you've never been to California, you've never been to Six Flags for Halloween, let's just go. And I was like, okay, you're right, let's go. So we went into the haunted house and it was pretty cool until we got to that long dark hallway and I really thought to myself, this is a very bad fucking idea. Now keep in mind, in every haunted house that I've been to, I, t I tell my friends, be careful because I intend to cock back and you know, every time I get scared, my reflexes is to cock back and 
let loose a right hook. But I keep telling myself we're in a hot house. But every time somebody pops around a corner, you know, I cock back. And just keep in mind, I've been cocking back since the first haunted house. So it's been about five haunted houses before the last one. And I've hit my friend who, she's not really that type of girl to be into violence or she's never been hit before in her life until this very day. So I've been cocking back with my elbow and her, her left eye has been pretty banged up. No matter where she went, my elbow seemed to find her. So she's in like pre-meditating pre of, of, of a black eye on the left side. So I keep cocking back and she keeps getting binged on my elbow. So we get to this dark, dark long hallway and I tell everybody, you know what? I have a very bad idea. I feel a disturbance in the force. How about you three go in front of me? Because I feel something's gonna come in front of us and I don't wanna be that guy. So my friend goes, he goes, okay, sure, why not? So the two girls are, are in between, you know, my boys in front of us, the two girls in the middle and me in the back. Little did I know, there was a small little corner space in the middle of this, or in the beginning, somewhere in the beginning of this dark hallway, there's a spot for this dude to just stand there and see you walk by. For him to go behind you and scare the living shit out of you. How? Don't know, don't care. That's his job, however he wants to do it. But it took a little to freak me the fuck out. We, I, I don't even think I even got down half down the hallway before this shit happened. All I kept hearing was a low growling sound behind me. Like it was a very harsh breathing sound. And I just thought it was like part of the hallway effect. You know, I just thought it was something part of the, the illusion, if you will. But it just kept getting louder and fucking louder. And I was like, what the fuck is that? You know, I'm not saying anything, honestly. I'm just being quiet and keeping my wits about me. And this hallway never seemed to get shorter. It just kept getting longer. And I'm like, where the fuck is the end of this tunnel? By then, it, this thing is literally breathing down my neck. I can hear it. Feel the breath on my neck. Just like it was, it was so surreal where I stood straight up. And all I felt was somebody grab my left shoulder. That's all it took. Grab my left shoulder and I freaked the fuck out. I didn't care who was in my way. I pushed everybody out my way and I didn't care how big this hallway was. I just, I had to get out of there. I kicked, I punched, I pushed, I shoved. I didn't care. I got the fuck out of there, guys. And I, I don't know if I screamed or I yelled. All I know is I said, what the fuck? And I just ran out of there like it was, there was no tomorrow. And apparently the, that end, uh, the exit of that hallway was literally right there. But it seemed further than that in my brain. Got out of there, got out to beer, daylight, not daylight, sorry, just, just the light. I was still in the haunted house, but it was just a lot of parents and a lot of people looking at me like I was crazy. And I'm like, holy shit, what the fuck was that? And then I looked back and there was nobody behind me. I was like, where the fuck's my friends at? Here are three, three of these people coming, not coming, crawling, sorry, crawling out of the walkway or the tunnel and going, wait, what the fuck is your problem, man? And I just told them, look, there's somebody behind us and I freaked the fuck out. They're like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm like, sorry guys. Like, they, apparently I stepped on my boy's shoulder and I kicked his girlfriend's leg and I punched the girl that I've been hitting with my elbow in the same fucking eye. 
And they're like, what are you talking about? There is nobody behind us. Sure enough, there was a six foot, maybe taller, but he was pretty tall. Clown, killer clown that came out and he took off his mask. Well, they, we, we all freaked out. All four of us like, oh, I fucking shit. And the guy's like, whoa, it's okay. He took off his mask. He's like, I just want to make, I just want to know if you guys are okay. And I was like, holy shit, dude. And I, you know, we just chopped it up a bit. And my boy's like, okay, you're right. There was something behind us. I was like, I told you guys there was something fucking behind us. I could feel this motherfucker breathing down my neck. Guy had a good laugh. I had a good laugh. He's like, you guys are good. And I was like, yeah. I think my friend needs medical attention. He's like, well, you can take her to the medical tent, which is around the corner of this, um, of this exit. So we got through and went to go see medical. Uh, her eye was fine, but the next day, man, that thing was black and purple. It wasn't black and blue. It was black and purple uh, or whatever the worst one is. I think it's black and purple when your eye is so badly shut that it turns purple, not blue, purple. That was the worst case for her yesterday, and uh, she went to work. She couldn't work the front cashier at the time, so they put her in the back, and I felt very bad. I never again, I told myself, never again will I go to a haunted house because that just proves not only am I scared, but I am unable to contain myself at a haunted house, and most likely one day I'm going to go to another haunted house, and it's not going to be my friends or my family going to get hurt. I'm pretty sure I'm going to pop one of the entertainers, and I'm probably going to get kicked out of the park, and I don't want any of that, and I want to ruin the night for any of my family and friends. So, that will never happen again. But on to a lighter note, um, we are going to go to the Pumpkin Patch here in Vegas, the one across the street of Cheesecake Factory on Ulta. Apparently, this, that's the biggest one. I know we have one down by my house, by my son's school. We always go there. It's very small, very, um, very mild parental kid friendly. I'm not saying it isn't friendly. I'm just saying there's a minimum things to do compared to the one that we're going to go to this year where there's a lot more things to do. There's a lot more rides. There's a lot more activities, a lot more food stands and a lot more entertainment. So most likely we're going to go there um, this Saturday. I mean, we gotta get our pumpkins. Can't have Halloween without a pumpkin. One pumpkin per person, and you carve it the way you wanna carve it. Now, my carving skills, I'll tell you right now, my carving skills suck. I cannot carve a pumpkin for the, for the life of me. Uh, my, my drawing skills are as far as stick figures go. As far as designing pumpkins, big circle, big circle, and I, I, I draw the smile. Like I, I, use a, I use a Sharpie and I draw the smile and I just trace it from there. And that's it, that's it. I don't do anything more than that. Put the, can, uh, you know, put the candle in after I clean the pumpkin, carve it, put the candle in, light it up, happy Halloween. That's my pumpkin right there. If, if I had to go into a pumpkin contest, I would probably be the laughing stock of the pumpkin carving contestees. But I've seen a lot of cool pumpkin designs when we go trick-or-treating around my sister-in-law's, um, I guess you could say neighborhood. Like there's this one house last year had like 10 pumpkins lined up on the lawn and each one of them was a superhero on one side and super villain on the other. And whoever made those pumpkins, man, I give it up to you because that looks like it took days to do it. If it was, he or she was that good, I'm pretty sure it took hours, but still, like I, I can't sit there and carve pumpkins like I have I, I have nothing else to do. Like that's just too much time consuming, a lot of patience. I don't have that kind of patience. And most likely somewhere down that road, I'm gonna fuck it up. Most likely. 
So I just keep my pumpkin carving simple and to the point. If you guys carve pumpkins, man, I wanna know what your kind of designs would, would be like. Superheroes, supervillains, characters from Disney. I've seen, I've seen a face of Snoopy. I've seen a wolf howling at the moon. Like that's how extreme these people in Vegas do their pumpkin carvings, man. I give it up to them. I, I couldn't do that. Um, my one goal is to buy one of those inflatables for your front house. You know, the ones you buy from Walmart, you can blow it up and keep it out there like the ones they have for Christmas too. My one goal is to have one for um, Halloween or Christmas, one of those two, because as my wife doesn't like those because she thinks it's a waste of time, uh, not time, waste of money, and we have no space, that's fine, just bring it over to your sister's house, that's why I tell her. But um, she just thinks it's a waste of money, it's like 40 bucks for like the, the real good size ones, and I just keep telling her, it's, it's you know, it's just for decoration, something, something we probably don't need, but it's something we probably should have, just because to celebrate. She's not that celebrating season kind of person, you know, like she'll, she'll do the things that's part of the festivities, but she doesn't want to engage in the decorations. Getting the tree decorated, that was like the main goal was to get my wife to decorate the Christmas tree, which she's never done. She never liked. But one year she just did it and she's been doing it ever since. So I'm very happy that I've got her into that. Now I'm trying to get her into the season of bringing the yard to life, as you will. The yard, not the tree, the yard. If I can get my wife to put one inflatable out there, whether it's a small one, medium, or the big one. If I get the big one, then I think I'd be very, very, very uh, surprised. But let's start small, work our way up, you know? Start from the bottom, now we're here. Doesn't make sense, but I know. But so, that's one of my goals, is to buy one of the inflatables for either Halloween or Christmas. The ultimate goal when we have our own house, as I said, is to decorate the entire house from out to in. Well, maybe not in. Maybe the in's a little too extreme. But I do want to put lights and like shit outside of my house when it's Christmas or Halloween. I'm really trying to convince my sister-in-law to use her uh, her gate. So the way her her house is, there's a gate and a long walkway that leads to the back of and leads to the pool. And if you go around the pool, there's another gate for. The exit. We can either use two gates for one exit, one, one entry. So I'm trying to convince her, let's make our own haunted house. We don't have to go people go through the house, but let's just have them go through the backyard and go through all this stuff. And I and I got a great plan. I have an awesome plan to make it a to make it an awesome haunted house. And like the way her pool is set up, we can make a fork in the road. Like when you come in through one of the entrances, you can go go left for safety, go right for an adventure or something like that. And either way, it's gonna be a fucked up venture, man. Even if you take the easy way, it's gonna be really horrible because then we can have people in the pool and just scare the shit out of people. That'll be fucking badass. That's just my opinion. Either way, you're gonna get scared the shit out of yourself because most likely everybody's gonna be in the pool. I think, and I really want to train my sister-in-law's dog so he can be part of it because I have a thing in mind, a zombie thing. Try to make Kahuna, Kahuna's the dog, by the way. Kahuna, a zombie type dog. And he's very friendly. He's not going to attack anybody. I'm just saying, just have him just lay there on the grass as a zombie dog. And, you know, that's all he has to do. One job, sit there, don't move. 
if you're, if you're gonna move, just just get up and walk around. I mean, walk around. I, I'm just saying it's gonna be. I'm not saying it's gonna be an extreme haunted house. It's just gonna be a very mild one. We're a little scares here and there, and that'll be it. But my sister-in-law shut that shit down quicker than I even pitched her the, the thought. She was like, nope, nope, no thank you. And I was like, you don't have to participate. You could just stay at the gate and crowd control. She's like, nope, nope, not happening, not in my house. I'm like, gay. But it's okay. It's her house. Um, even if, I, I probably wouldn't even do it at my house because... I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't want to put my wife through that stress because she'll probably tell me no too. And I'm not gonna fight with my wife. That's a losing battle. I'll tell you guys right now. I'm not. I'm not ashamed to say it. Fight with my wife, depending on the situation and depending on the topic, shit like that, uh, like haunted houses and um, whatever around the house. That's that's gonna be shut down quicker than than the the raid at Area 51. I'll tell you that right now. Um, other than that, that's pretty much the Halloween thing for this year. I don't see us doing anything big again um, until, yeah, till Christmas. Christmas is always the biggest one for the family. We always go to dinner, open gifts, and prepare for the new year, which, holy shit, that's coming up hella quick. New Year's is three months away, and I still feel like we just started 2019. And within the next couple months, it's going to be 2020. I mean, fuck, I graduated in 2005. That's 15 years. 15 years I've been out of high school. That's fucking crazy. I'm, I'm just saying, like, I feel young, but my body feels old as shit. Oh, man, I hate getting old. But you know what? It's the experience that you bring every year to certain new people. Or, as I said, if you have babies, you pass down that knowledge and, and that and that experience so they learn from our mistakes so they don't make the same mistakes and if they do at least you're experienced enough to know what to do in that situation so kudos to the new year uh, hooray and speaking of new year most likely we're still going to do the same thing go to my sister-in-law's house watch the fireworks from the roof because we can't pop shit here in vegas because it's illegal I remember last year, or actually this year, it was this year for uh, for New Year's, we were popping and uh, the Metro Police Department or the Metro unit came around in his SUV cruiser and said, it's illegal to stop, uh, it's illegal to pop fireworks, please refrain from popping. So we did, and we bust a Smokey from Friday, you know, when he's, when he's there, we stop talking, when he leaves, we be talking again. So when he was there, we stopped popping. When he drove away, we were popping again. I mean, why, why bust our balls? We're not the ones shooting off fucking aerials at fucking one o'clock in the morning. You know, we're, we're doing simple shit. We're popping simple fireworks. The ones that don't even go higher than the fucking car. You know, we're, we're not popping fucking um, cherry blossoms and shit. We're just popping normal uh, fireworks that you buy from Walmart or, or the stand. You know, we're doing sparklers. We're doing those little, little white, little pat, pat, pat fireworks. You know, the ones that you throw at your friends or your cousins or your family's feet because they get scared. Pop. Oh, my God. Yeah, we're popping those. As I said, if we are popping on the road, we're only popping ones that just shoot up not even higher than, than my bro brother-in-law's um, Camry. Oh, 
oh, God forbid, it, it shoots into the neighbor's yard and burns his house. Like, we're not doing that. But yet we have people that's probably like in a five to ten mile radius shooting fucking aerials and putting on a fucking fireworks show. Go bust their balls. Why are you busting ours? We're a family of fucking 11, 12, 13, whatever. We're a big family with kids. We're not going to burn down people's houses. We're not going to like shoot up the place with fireworks. You know, go bust somebody else's balls. Fuck. Okay, honestly, if I was a police officer, okay, yeah, the law is don't pop fireworks in Vegas. I get it. But if I'm driving down a neighborhood and I see fireworks going off, I'm going to expect it and do my due diligence. And if I see nothing big is happening, I'm just going to be like, all right, cool. You know, enjoy your New Year's. Goodbye. But if I see an aerial, I'm going to investigate that area. And if I see an aerial go off, then I'll be like, sir, you have to refrain from shooting aerials. You know, and just leave them about their business. And okay, you can't really like do as an officer you know you can't just walk up in there and take it away yeah it is against the law but you can't just take somebody's property that's against the law too so you have to trust these people to listen to you which i'm probably going to do anyway so yeah that's what i would do if i was a cop family's popping fireworks and nothing's going higher than than the suv or whatever okay cool you know what it's new year's it's a special day enjoy yourselves but if I see a fucking family shooting aerials, I'm gonna be politely whirl up, get out of my car, shake the person's hand and be like, hey, you know, this is against the law to be popping fireworks. Can you guys refrain from shooting the aerials? That'd be great. You guys can pop those small ones. That'd be awesome. Boom, right there, respect. And I think that's what's killing the police department is the lack of respect that they give other people. You know, build a, build a relationship, build a foundation, trust. But that's what I would do as a police officer on New Year's. Maybe we should do like a cop thing, like a cop review. Nah, that's a little too hard for me. I'm, I'm not going to do that. That's, that's a little too tough. But yeah. So again, guys, for Halloween this year, for any year, be safe. Know what you're looking for when you're checking candy with your kids. Make sure you keep track of your kids. And if you are traveling with other kids like your, like your son or your daughter's friends from school or whatever, make sure you guys travel in packs. Make sure you bring an extra adult to help you. One, one adult with like say five, six kids. I, I understand that you know your kids and you're aware of the situation, but bringing another person with you may not hurt just because it is Halloween and it is that special occasion. So. Take a friend, you know, take another family member. Uh, when, when we all take our kids, it's always me, my, uh, my two brother-in-laws and, and, my, and uh, my sister-in-law. We always go with the kids, make sure that we're extra safe. Me and my two brother-in-laws are always packing only because, as I said, it's Vegas. Never know what's going to happen. Rather, you know, rather have it than not need it. You know, it's like a condom. Rather have it and not need it than need it and not have it. And plus, it's going to go good with my costume this year. As I said. Uh, but yeah, so other than that, guys, that's today's episode. Thank you for tuning in on this beautiful Monday. Happy Halloween. Make sure you guys tune in on Saturday for that always beautiful The Weekend episode. And you are tuned in to Hobby Talk, the Raw and Unscripted podcast here on Anchor. I am Wayne, and I'm out.